Welcome to Battery Insiders, your podcast providing you insights in the fascinating world of batteries. Hosted by Pavia Cha and Simon Engelke. And we are back, back to another Battery Insiders session. And today we're talking about hydrogen versus batteries. One of these topics I feel like it people keep asking me about and <laughs> it's one of these topics yes agreed yeah. everyone wants to know hydrogen hydrogen <laughs> okay so as, as you just said it's going to be a interesting session and this week we're very fortunate to have Marie Foncine Lagarde with us um, talking about this topic and you know she has so much knowledge in this because she quick reference she did her PhD on batteries in Switzerland and a postdoc in France on batteries but now she actually leads a hydrogen initiative in Switzerland. So she has seen it from both sides in a fun way. And um, yeah, interesting enough, I feel most people move from hydrogen to batteries, at least that's my experience, my personal one as well, but also my friends. But of course, there's also people moving around. And I think we actually discussed maybe what could be some of the reasons people tend to move between both fields, but I don't want to spoil it in this reflection and listen to the full session. And what are your thoughts on hydrogen versus batteries, Fabia? Well, we, yes, first off, absolutely a thousand percent true. Every time I mention I work in or have an interest even in batteries, someone ask, asks, but what about hydrogen? Um, it is, I wouldn't even say up and coming, you know, people like Marie Francine are working on it. It's an interesting option for electricity and um, given the existing pipeline structures that exist at least here in the U.S., um, there's been a lot of conversation. I actually recently saw that I think in um, the state of Mississippi, we're anticipating one of the largest hydrogen plants just simply because the pipeline infrastructure already exists. That's such a huge cost, um, and at least initially. And so, you know, it's it's coming up as a huge and very like, I mean, if you're talking about competition, I think it's going to it could give batteries run for their money. But um I, th that's just my two cents right now. What, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's, it's as you said, it's, it's something which comes up a lot. I think for personal mobility, I think, you know, it's quite clear what, what's happening. Um, you know, we can see that essentially all OEMs, et cetera, are moving to, to battery powered. I mean, even hydrogen car, right, still has a battery. Um, so I think there's the hydrogen ladder, something we also spoke about from Michael Liebreich or something in the session, um, you know, which shows quite clearly, you know, we want to, conserve the hydrogen for the pressures for the things we cannot essentially electrify so things like you know fertilizers one of them you know and, um, like green steel and things like that but like for for personal transportation i think there's yeah it doesn't really make too much sense and that's for a few reasons one of the efficiency you know you need if you go from renewable energies back to like through the hydrogen route through the electric car essentially um you, you know need three times the renewable energies compared to if you go the battery route right just battery only so you need much more renewable energies, about three times. So that's a big challenge to already get it done once. Um, but then also, of course, infrastructure problems, how to get the hydrogen everywhere and things like that. And maybe there's some you know, application for trucks and things like that. Could be interesting. Um, so I think in this case, you know, it's it's quite clear where, the, where it stands, I feel. But I mean, there's still, you know, big, big um, applications for it. You know, as I mentioned, green steel, things like that, um, fertilizers and, and uh, quite a few more. So... There is definitely application, but I think what's important to realize is that, you know, there's a limit to it. Same, there's a limit to batteries, right? You won't use batteries, at least we cannot foresee it in any, any time soon, that you have like a long range 
um, planes with batteries, right? It wouldn't make sense. So um, I think that's just important, right, to, to have an honest conversation. I think one thing also I think is important to realize, you know, who's interested maybe that there's hydrogen versus batteries, but maybe also who's interested there's batteries versus hydrogen, right? I think there's always different motivation. It can be, you know, if you look at supply chains again, if you look at materials, you know, where are the materials coming from? If you think about who can benefit from using a fuel, fuel um, you know, based kind of economy where you need fuel stations, who benefits from that? Who benefits from that all the pipes and all the, you know, the, the, the current like gas infrastructure is used? So there's a lot of different like, you know, also um, interest groups you can say, and um, all of them, of course, trying to move it in their favor. And that's, I think, has been a bit of an issue where we have seen some of these discussions have been a bit biased more on the interest group rather than on the science or maybe what makes sense from an environmental standpoint, which is, of course, what we care about in the end. Um, do you have any more thoughts on this, Fabio? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, making, that's why we have Marie Francine's in the world to help us keep our focus. Um, yeah, and I think as we see many, like, you know, the Biden administration announced its commitment to going 50% electric by 2050. Um, other, other countries have done the same. It, when I hear about these new technologies coming into play, I'm like, okay, where does, what, does this change anything? Are we still focused only on batteries? Is high hydrogen's the next thing? Like, should we be focusing on that instead? Um, I think it's it becomes then like supply and demand, right? Like buyers will will drive to kind of drive the market as well. OEMs have an opportunity to do that too. But I hear a lot about hydrogen vehicles, but I I don't see I don't hear as much about like big big auto really buying into that quite yet. I feel like they're still figuring out the battery. Um, uh, the battery technology for their own cars and, you know, increasing performance. So I think it all just kind of speaks to how fast things are moving in this, in this space. And, you know, it's just kind of a question of <laughs> keep up if you can, I don't know, like it's a bit interesting uh, to find ourselves here going between hydrogen versus batteries when everybody has some goal of becoming electric in like the next, I don't know, 10 to 20, 30 years. Yeah, but I think at the same time also it's important to realize, right? I mean, you cannot develop everything, right? I think hydrogen has been tried for for personal, you know, transport for for a long time. Um, they have run into challenges, and I think it's also important to kind of identify what makes more sense. Um, and I think we have seen, you know, a couple of companies trying to do both. Most of them now are fully going to a battery because they realize just from the efficiency standpoint, from a infrastructure point, and things like that, it didn't make the sense. So I think it's also important that actually there. The resources are focused, but yeah, who knows, right? How things are developing, it can also be another technology, right? And it's it's you know it's, it's all possible, and things are moving fast. But I think at least from a personal transport standpoint, I'd be very confused if it wouldn't go the way how how things make sense from a scientific standpoint and from a practical standpoint. Absolutely. Well, more on batteries next week, as per usual. Sounds good. See you then. Bye bye. Talk to you then. Bye.